What does the Christian believe and why? There are books, volumes of books, in fact, written on the topic, which means that there are many things that the Christian believes. But among the fundamental beliefs of the Christian is the belief that there is a God, a God that pre-existed everything that we see. It is this God that made everything that we see, and this God will continue to exist after these things. These are fundamental core beliefs for the Christian. They sit underneath the words, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. If you've never read it before, those are the opening words of the Bible. And those 10 words in English encapsulate these foundational beliefs. There is a God that pre-existed everything. It is this God that made everything that we see. And this God will continue long after these things cease to exist or are gone. These core beliefs run through the entirety of Scripture from Genesis chapter 1 to Revelation 22, through all 66 books of the Bible. Those 66 books were penned by 40 different authors in three different languages over a 1,500-year period, and yet the story is consistent from Genesis to Revelation. There is a God that pre-existed everything. He created everything for his purpose, and he will continue to exist long after these things. Revelation 10, 6 speaks of this God when we read, This is him who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that are in it, the earth and the things that are in it, and the sea and the things that are in it. The scriptures from Genesis to Revelation tell the story of who God is and what he is doing in this world that he made. There is a beginning of the story and there is an end of the story as well, and there will be a continuation of his story after these things as we currently know them are gone. This seems to be far out to an increasing number of people, people who, by their own admission, are not believers in God as, as I am, people who would register their beliefs as being scientific naturalism. Now, I want to make it clear that Christians, the Christians that I know, are not against scientific inquiry, far from it. I know a number of engineers and scientists that are biblically faithful Christians, and they believe in scientific inquiry, as I do, but they see the scientific inquiry as leading them to a greater understanding of and a glorification of God. The more they discover scientifically, the more they are in awe of God. That is, I believe, as it should be. That's how it was for Newton. That's how it was for Boyle. That's how it was for Faraday and Pascal and many others as well. So there is a scientific naturalism and there is a scientific theism. And each group, those on the side of naturalism versus those on the side of theism, has their stories, their narratives about the world, how it came to be, how it works, its purpose or lack of purpose, and ultimately its destiny. The story of the world for the theist aligns with Scripture. It has as its basis the fundamental belief that there is a God who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and earth and all the things that are in it. This worldview and story has been thought about, written about, preached about for literally thousands of years. And the story of the world for the naturalist is constantly being thought about, written about, and preached about as well. We have competing narratives. And as far out as the theistic story is to the naturalist, the naturalistic story is just as far out. Normally, we represent our stories through art. We try to explain deep ideas through music, architecture, design, and 
visible, visible representations of art, whether that's on the canvas, in stone sculptures, or in our day, mostly on the screen. The non-religious 21st century Westerner will look at the narrative representations of the theist and say, that's far out and far-fetched. But the stories that the scientific naturalists hypothesize appear to be just as far-fetched and far out. For example, as I was thinking about all of this today, I was listening to the soundtrack composed by one of my favorite composers from Christopher Nolan's movie Interstellar. I watched Interstellar again recently. It, it's a trippy movie, like many of Nolan's movies. Nolan likes to play with the idea, the concept of time. Hopefully this isn't a spoiler, but the plot of Interstellar involves space and the main character, played by Matthew McConaughey, crossing the event horizon into a black hole, which ultimately lands him in a tesseract through which he can communicate using gravity across time or back in time to his daughter in the past so that ultimately he, through his daughter, can save humanity. That's one heck of a fascinating story, and it is the expression of the worldview of some within the scientific naturalistic community. So the next time that you think that the theistic narrative is far-fetched, just read a bit on the far-out ideas of string theory, the multiverse, or the simulation hypothesis. Some things to think about as you have your coffee today. We'll see you next time.